The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Today I'm joined by my buddy, uh, Astros Spanish broadcaster, Francisco Romero. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, thanks for having me on again. I'm doing well on this side. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I uh, woke up early and had a couple of cups of coffee and uh, thought about doing a show today. And after I did my notes, I was like, I should see if uh, Francisco wants to join me today. This might be a pretty good talk. So that's pretty much all I did today. Well, good, good. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I bought some stuff yesterday to cook out. So I'll be cooking out for the Super Bowl. Uh, probably start that. I don't know. If the Super Bowl's at 530, I'll probably start right after we get finished, I guess. Yeah, it should be a good time ready for the for the big game. Yep. I'm going to ask you about that at the end. Uh but let's start with Carlos Correa. Uh, he avoided arbitration with the Astros. He settled for 11.7. And he said, I'm happy that we're able to come to an agreement and avoid arbitration. Arbitration is not a good process. I want to thank Click and Crane for getting the deal done. Astros offered 9.75, Correa 12.5. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you, I mean, do you think it's a good thing as far as uh, the Astros extending him later on. Uh, what's your take on on them avoiding it? It's a good thing. It's a good thing they came out to an, to an agreement, and uh, I guess it speaks a lot of um, Carlos Correa is and uh, and what he means to the organization. He's a, I mean, on a personal note, he's a besides being a great player, this guy's a very mature person. He's a gentleman. He he really has. Um, a lot of grit, and another thing is that he is uh, a great person, great family man. So he all around, I, I say, aside being a great ball player, he's he's a great person. So I'm glad they were able to come to an agreement. And the reality is that he is has become a true leader on and off the field for the Astros. We saw that during the playoffs, and so it is great to have him and have some peace of mind on his side. So he can concentrate on the game and give Astros fans, you know, uh, all he's got. Yeah, they avoided arbitration, but the uh, money is way closer to what he wanted than the Astros offered. And the big talk about Carlos Correa is will they extend him? And I think it's going to have to be done before spring training or I'm not probably not before because it's right around the corner, but. Uh, during spring training, do you believe that? That if he's going to stay here, because he said on Astro Line, he was on there and he said, I want to be an Astro for life. So you have avoiding arbitration, 
You know, they gave him pretty much the money he wanted. He wants to stay here. You think it's going to happen? You know what? If it's going to happen, it could happen during spring training. Remember how it happened with Alex Bregman? Yeah. And then right a few days later, he was given the contract. So it's not surprisingly that that it happens uh, like that. So I'm hoping it does. Like I said before, he's a great player, a great leader. And if they are able to do it, wow, it'll be great for the organization. Yeah, with Alex Bregman, they actually extended him before he even reached arbitration, I think. No, you know, I think they had reached arbitration. I think they reached, and then they, then he got the contract right away. Oh, okay. I yeah, he was, uh, he, he was making very little money, and I remember what was funny about it is that he was upset about the money that they gave him. And, uh, but then right after, you know, everybody was thinking, well, that's not good. He's not going to stay here if you're making him mad. And he had that, he has that one agent, right? Uh, I can't think of his name, but that one that's, that holds his players out. But like, Scott I, Boris. We, yeah, Scott Boris. So we were thinking like, oh, you made Alex Bregman mad. Like he's not going to stay here. And then it seemed like right after that, you know, they, they extended him. But you know what? I think he said that he did that on purpose. And I think they were already working on the contract. And I think he said that he did it more than being mad, more of like uh, for fun. Because I think they were all, almost done with, uh, I think, I, I could be wrong, but that, that's what I think happened. So, you know, it, it was a good thing also that he was extended. So, hey, it could happen with, uh, with Correa. I am in no place or uh, to say because I have no, I no say on that at all. But uh, but Correa is a great player. Yeah, I mean George Springer. You know, I always thought he was the heart of the team. But I mean, it it, it it'd be harder to replace a Carlos Correa. But I mean, I think next year there's a lot of a lot of the top shortstops are going to be free agents. So maybe not. But I mean. I don't know. He's really good, and uh, he's becoming a fan favorite. You know, Springer's was a little old. You know, he wanted six years, and that wasn't going to happen. But uh, Correa's a lot younger. I don't know how much he's going to want. I think the money's there because Grinky comes off. I know it's possible. If the Astros want to sign him, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It'll be good. And, you know, you still, we still have a great team. We've talked about this before, and the addition in the last few years with uh, – uh, um, you know, Jordan Alvarez mm-hmm. and, and Tucker, you know, it, it, it's very hard to replace a Springer. You can't replace him, but you're bringing no. in some guys that, that could uh, that could be good, at, you know, could benefit the team a lot. So we still have good players that could uh, make this team go far in the playoffs, if not the World Series. Moving on to Alex Bregman. Uh, I read that he put on 27 pounds of muscle, and he's posting pictures online, and he looks pretty buff. Uh, he said he's up to 207, but he said, uh, definitely last year left a sour taste in my mouth, and I'm going to get after it and get ready to go. He was second in the MVP race in 19, I mean, in 2019, and last season he hit 242 with six homers and 22 RBIs in 42 games, so not very good. So he's using his down season as motivation. And I don't really consider it too big of a down season because 
he's notoriously known for starting off slow, and you can't do that in a 60-game season. No, and you know what? It's, it's good you mentioned uh, the situation with Alex Bregman because uh, I had one of my greatest road trips ever this uh, on Thursday and, and, and Friday. I took a trip down to Mexico with, uh, with uh, Brent Strom, the Astros pitching coach, and it was, oh, man, he would have loved to spend that time on the road with, with Brent Strom. And we just, he was discussing a little bit about Bregman, and, and it's all for good, man. That muscle will keep him from, like, sliding after the swing when he had less weight. So you're going to see a, a, a much better uh, Alex Bregman with, uh, with the results are going to be great. That's, that's what we're looking at. But, uh, but uh, I don't want to get away from the topic. But it was great to hear, uh, you know, uh, um, our, our pitching coach, Brent Strong, for, for that road trip. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, that, that's one guy I would love to have on here. And I, yet, the last episode I had, I mean, you talk about Hinch and uh, whoever helped build the team, you know, but we don't, we're not as good without Brent Strom. I mean, that dude works miracles with pitchers. So I think he's one of the most important pieces as far as building this, if you want to call it a legacy or a, whatever you call it. But I think he's very important. So I, I, I would love to talk to that guy someday. And that's very lucky for you to get to be on a road trip with him. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I'll ask him about it once we get going with spring training and hopefully you can have him on, on. So on the broadcast, we call him El Profesor, because, you know, the professor, he's, and uh, he's more than a professor after getting, going on the road trip, uh, you know, he talked, I learned so much that I, I have a whole uh, repertoire for the whole year in my broadcast from, from our conversations. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, going back to Bregman, and we talked about this already. Uh, he asked about Springer going to Toronto, and he said, I wish George the best. He's a great guy, a great teammate. He's going to have tremendous success, and they are going to love him. The fans are going to love him, and that's true. I mean, he was my favorite player out the gate, and, I mean, who doesn't love George Springer? No, and, and you know what? George Springer brought along with him his family. It was his mom, his dad. You know, we'd see him on the tunnel, and, and, and you, you have to love the whole family. And, but George Springer, obviously, on the field, gave the Astros fans a, a lot of um, a lot to cheer about. I mean, MVP of the World Series, but uh, and that's what it's about. As a broadcasters and employee of the Astros, that family is just uh, you can't you know it's it's second to none in terms of um, what they brought to the ball game to to George and to and to the Astros. So it's it is. Uh, it's hard to replace the whole spectrum of his demeanor and, and what what comes around with him, but uh, but yeah, we wish him the best. And uh, personally, I'll always be a fan of George Springer. Bregman also said he's optimistic about 2021. He said uh, that the Astros had a great off season. That Click and Crane did a a great job of getting Brantley back, and then they also added to the bullpen. He said we're a good team. Uh, we're damn good. So, what do you think about what the Astros did in the offense, the offseason? You think they did enough? 
Well, they did very well. They they did well, and 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 so um, they did very well. They added to the bullpen, and so it, like I told you at the beginning, another good team, and we expect great things. And another year, you know what? What one of the best things we, we had a talk with Alexis Diaz a couple of days ago, and it'll be part of our our virtual fan fest, and. He said that the players have said this before during the 2020 season, obviously uh, uh, pandemic season, those guys spent a lot of time together because of they were quarantined and, and they were in one place. So they said that the chemistry, the, uh, you know, it was just another uh, something that they had never experienced in regards to the close, the closeness of the team how they became to know each other more than ever before. So I expect great things. I guess it, it also happened with other teams, but with the Astros, it's, um, they, they, they've said that, it, that it's a, it was a very special thing that, that happened. So they're looking forward to playing with what they accomplished and what they were able to learn from each other during uh, a very rare 2020 season. I really thought Brantley was going to sign with the uh, Blue Jays. There were talks about, Springer talking him into following over there, and then they had a deal in place, and Brantley even said that he was really close to signing with them. Um, I, I don't know how that happened, but it just, you know, two hours later, he was an Astro again. So I, I think that was a big signing. I know, you know, having him, because we, we had the two holes in the outfield, and you know, getting, keeping Brantley was very good. It's a very good deal. Yeah, we all thought he was gone because that social media, and even though I work for the team, I don't have the insights. That social media, you know, on Twitter, they some people claim, some uh, media claim that he had already that he already had a deal in place. So sticking with the outfield, you know, it's looking more and more like Miles Straw is going to be our starting center fielder, and he was on Astro Line, I guess, a few days ago, not too long ago. And he said, if you put me out there on the daily, I think I have a good chance to lead the whole uh, league in stolen bases. And I, I believe that. Well, he's had the speed. And, and, and he has the speed. And, of course, the catchers and pitchers know about him. It's no secret. There's no secrets now. But he has the speed with, with, with all the stats and everything that they, they know about him. And they sure know. You know, after he takes the first step, how wide he opens or, you know, they know all those statistics. He's still going to get a lot of bases. He was talking about, what, 50, 60 bases steals. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with you and I agree with him. He's got he's a fast he's a fast dude. <laughs> I mean, the way the league is now, it's kind of home run strikeout, you know, type league. So I think it'll be refreshing to have him. Uh have a chance to lead the league in stolen bases. It'll give us something else to look at, you know, keep an eye on the leaderboard because that's not really something that as an Astro fan, we even ever look at. Exactly. Exactly. We haven't looked at it, but, uh, but hopefully it'll, it'll happen. And, and, and uh, I like his confidence and he's mentally getting ready for it. And so hopefully we'll take a look at that and, and, um, and see that it happens. So I'm looking forward to him, uh, being on base, he also talked about Raleigh Linares as a first base coach and, and and the way they go about um, him when he's on first base and and stealing bases. So it'll it'll be good. 
If you look at the lineup for the Astros, it, when you get Brantley back on there, we get Jordan Alvarez back. I mean, I think that even if, I mean, we've done it before. We've had catchers. We've had outfielders like Josh Reddick that hit 220, 240. I mean, I think we'll be fine. I mean, he he may be the weak link in the lineup, but I mean, if he hits the if he hits in the nine hole, which that's where I would predict him to be, and he gets on base for these other guys coming up, I don't know who's going to lead off. You don't think he's going to lead off, do you? No, I don't think so. I'm with you. I think he's going to go in the ninth. Ninth. Yeah, no, he's so, not going to lead off. I don't think he's going to lead off. Yeah, so maybe he, you know, he gets on base and the top of the lineup comes up. He's still second, good to go. I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I mean, if he, this is what I think. I think when players are named starters and they feel like the team has confidence in them, I think it gives them confidence and I think they play better. So I expect, I expect more from Miles Straw than most people are. You know what? To me personally, I like to say, I don't know if I'm calling it the right way, but I like to say peace of mind. Okay, hey, here, you have the position. Now go do what you do in order to help the team win. So I guess that's what that's what's gonna happen to him. He gets a position, he gets to be you know to cover center field, and now using his weapons on, on the offensive side. Um, of course, he's not gonna hit forty home runs, but then you have the speed and you have the ability to steal, and and so he bats ninth. You know that's a strategy. So I, I I like to say that that peace of mind of knowing that he's gonna be in the lineup every day is going to make him a, a better player. It also said that, you know, moving to spring training, that no Major League Baseball teams are going to permit fans to attend spring training workouts, but they're going to allow 25% at the actual spring training games. Will you be at spring training calling some games in Spanish? No, I won't. I won't be at spring training. At least the plan is for me not to be there yet. And so uh, as of right now, uh, I, I'm not planning to be in spring training until the regular season starts. So the Astros are already talking about having fans at the games. And there might be cities like L.A. I don't know about them. They may not let people in. Maybe New York. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, you have season ticket holders. Are they the only ones that are going to get in? I mean, 25%, that's only, you know, ten or 11,000 people. Yeah, I don't know the 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 numbers yet. I, I know there's talk. I mean, that, that's no secret, but I haven't been told exactly how many or who are going. And so, and exactly like you're saying, some states are not going to allow fans yet. So it'll depend also by state. We saw the World Series that obviously was in Texas that they had fans. So we're expecting to to have fans, but it'll be irresponsible for me to say how many because I don't know. And so, yeah. but yeah, it, it'll, it'll depend on what state. And, and unfortunately, I mean, California is, um, it may not have any fans. So I cannot say they will or will not, but it, it'll depend on every state. So the, the COVID vaccine has been running out. And personally, I just got my second one last night. And good, I, didn't good. Get, I, I didn't get sick with either one. So that's good. Yeah. But when you, you know, but they already mentioned this. You know, that because after you get your shot, they give you the card that says you have the vaccine Uh and they told me to keep it, you know, make sure you don't lose this. You might need it to travel or to 
go to the movies or whatever, like some places might require it. But baseball said they're not going to require it. Is that what you that's what you heard, too? No, I have not heard of that. I have not, to be honest with you. Okay. When they started talking about fans, that that's what I that's what they the story came out that they're not going to require it. But in case they do, I'm in, buddy. There you have it. <laughs> there you go. Good so the you. so the Astros should be the favorites to win the AL West. Uh, the A's seem like they've given up. You know, they, they give up too soon. What happened? <laughs> what I mean, are they, they going to sh- say now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they gave away a lot of players, but they did make a trade. You know, they lost Marcus Simeon. They didn't even try to sign him, I guess, but but they made a trade with the Rangers. Now they have Elvis Andrews, so maybe they're not giving up, but they they had three good bullpen, two or three good bullpen arms, and they didn't sign them. Exactly. Uh, the Angels, you know, they're all offense and no pitching. I mean, who's going to compete with us? No, I think the Astros are still the favorites. The 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 the, the Astros the, were supposed to give them a good run, but uh, you know they let go like you just mentioned. Now those. Uh, Pitchers in the bullpen, and then they, the the trade with Davis. I think Davis uh, still has a lot in him. He'll be with the Rangers, but but those that those injuries for the last few years didn't have them back. He's still a great player, and so. But I think the Astros will remain the favorites to win the division. Yes. So you spoke earlier about virtual fan fest. I had just read some about that yesterday. That. They're having Fan Fest, but it's going to be online, and it's isn't it like January the what? I don't know. It's a February right now, right? It's February exactly, the twentieth. Exactly, huh? And so, what is that going to be? I mean, can anybody log on, or do you have to buy tickets to get on there? What's that going to be like? You know what? Uh, the details I don't have it, but they're they're online. But we are uh, preparing some good stuff for you guys, so uh, make sure you look at our, our website, astros.com. And, and take a look at the details, and it should be pretty cool. Cool stuff going on. So you, you'll love it. You're going to like it. You especially, you're going to like it. <laughs> so, so Astros.com. I'm making keep... a, a commercial out of it, but it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, that's good. Uh, hey, promote it all you want. I mean, <laughs> I, I brought it up. It's Virtual Fan Fest, uh, February 20th. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I remember I, was, I had someone on the show, and he was going to give me the link. You know, during the playoffs, to to uh, listen in on the uh, on the Skype. It wasn't Skype. It's uh, the other one. What's the other one called? Uh, for what? The other where you do the virtual meetings. Oh, okay, Zoom. Zoom, yeah, that's it. I can't do Zoom. I mean, I have it, but I don't know how to record with it. But I know everybody uses it. But I guess I'm stuck in the Stone Ages using Skype. But whatever, dude. Right? It's easy. It's easy. Yeah, so t- so today is the Super Bowl. You're gonna be watching it. You know what? I will be watching it, and uh, I'm happy to say that I called Rob Gronkowski's game back in 2007, 2008 with the Arizona Wildcats. So I'm going for Tampa Bay. I mean, we're looking at one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, the best quarterback of our time, of our generation. So I, I mean. I, I, it'll be hard for me to not watch it, especially with Gronkowski there. So I'm a wildcat, true and true. So it, it'll be fun. Whenever uh, Brady went to Tampa Bay, I personally didn't think, okay, well, they're going to the Super Bowl. I, I didn't think that at all. Neither did I. I'll be honest with you. I did not think that. 
they were. And they go into the playoffs, the five seed. And I think Green Bay was the only team in the NFC that had a bye week. I don't know if that helps. I don't know if it hurts. But uh, Brady, again, it's amazing. I mean, I didn't even know he's been paying. This is his 21st season. Six-time Super Bowl champion. I mean, he's going to – if if the, if Tampa Bay wins, he will have won more Super Bowls than any team. Like, exactly. like any franchise. It, 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 it'll be neat to see it. I mean, you watch, you're watching history. Even if it's sport, it's part of history. You know, we take sports uh, you know, as part of our, of our lives sometimes. And, well, to me it is, but – but if you work in another industry or, you know, you, you watch sports to relax, to get away from thinking about the bills that are coming or whatever. But uh, but it's neat to be part of history with this great athlete, this great quarterback. Come on, it's it's amazing. And he's going to go against the young gun from Kansas City. And I think he's one of the best guys now. So it's I think it's a good matchup. And I had to look up. I knew that. Kansas City won the Super Bowl last year, but I had to look it up to see who they beat. I don't even remember who they beat. I know now. Do you remember who they beat? <laughs> you put me on the spot because I don't remember who they beat. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I didn't either. I had to look it up. Who did they beat? <laughs> the 49ers. It's true, the 49ers. Wow. Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo. and the 40, How did that happen? I don't remember that happening. I, I watched the game a little bit, so it was a great game. And Kansas City, let me tell you, it's a great team. You know, you go back to Tom Brady for you Texans fans. I know you're bitter and everything's not going very well for you. But Tom Brady was picked number 199 in the 2000 draft. So, is that right? Did you, did you watch his uh, documentary? No. What, what's it on? I watched it about his life in college. I watched halfway through it. It wasn't, it wasn't shot this year, it's been a few years, I think, but uh, it's amazing. I need to finish it. I haven't finished it. I think I watched about uh, halfway through it, and then I don't know what I did that I didn't finish watching it. But it's it's pretty amazing. So you you, you got to watch it. It's pretty cool stuff about about him and you know he's been in Michigan, but um, but it's pretty neat how he was able to be one of the greatest when he wasn't predicted to be one of the greatest quarterbacks or even. An NFL quarterback, for that matter. Right. All right, buddy. That's all I have for you. I'll let you get to your day. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Whatever you got going on. I see you on Twitter or Facebook posting some delicious food. So I'm pretty sure you got some good plans today. <laughs> yeah, I'll post it later. All righty. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. As always, uh, my good buddy, Francisco Romero, thanks for coming on. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. On Astros Baseball. Hey, well, thank you. We'll see you. Thank you for inviting me. We'll see you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.